Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Everybody and welcome back to Wake Up In Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, your dream coach. For the next 35 to 40 minutes, I am so pleased with our last episodes on uh, supernatural living and immortality. It was fantastic. I hope you got to view my spiritual father's interview, Dr. Tony Slay. My, 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 there's so many miracles that we that happened, so many uh, words of knowledge that were given out. And maybe you're one of the people that are going to get a word of knowledge. You may, might want to go back and listen to that. But it was a powerful presentation of, of what it is to live supernaturally. And as, as we went through the interview, you will find out that he was translated 300 times in three years with intentionality many of the times. And so really, really cool stuff. You need to go back. But we are starting a brand new series called indestructible life for me guys everything has been about me eradicating death i want to i want to eliminate all death references in my life i want to be uh, a life driven answer driven solution oriented minister of the kingdom i i want i want to bring life life displaces Life, it's not about trying to get rid of darkness. It's just life comes in and displaces all death. So we're going to be going down this, but down this wonderful road of indestructible life. And I, I have a very special power team that I'm going to be interviewing here. And I'm not even going to tell you their names yet, but we're, I'm going to bring them up in just a few minutes. But I just fell in love with them. Uh, because of their, I, I'm, we'll get into their bio a little bit, but they're so funny too. And, and they're just, just good, good, good kingdom people. And I connected with them uh, at, at the Global Prophetic Summit and consultation a few weeks ago down in Dallas. And uh, it was just a wonderful time and powerful, powerful, powerful time. Anyway, so, but before we go there, I, I want to talk to you just a little bit about the Ascend the Summit Leadership Experience. We just had one in Kingston, Ontario. It was phenomenal. The, the reports are coming back and people's lives are changed and leaders have got fresh direction, fresh hope. They're understanding their place and their position as gatekeepers in this season. And so I'm just going to throw up an, uh, a quick video for you guys and then we're going to get on with the show. So bless you guys today and enjoy this. Woo! I tell you, you need to get your tickets. We had 150 as of Friday. And at the end of the weekend, we only have, I think we have 99 left. And you, there's a few months to get them, but there's only 100, le 100 tickets approximately left. So go to barrymaracle.ca backslash ascend the summit and get your ticket. It's going to be phenomenal. We are at the, the Delta Marriott. I've rented out one of their rooms there, um, their, their ballrooms, chandeliers and, and all the nine yards. We want to, it, this is experience is where Holy Spirit meets the spirit of excellence in the kingdom. And so anyway, get over there, get your tickets. But ladies and gentlemen, 
children of all ages. <laughs> I, I have this very special couple coming on. Uh, and can you bring on to the stage uh, Dr. Tom and Dr. Jane Hammond from whereabouts are you guys at right now? We are in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, the beautiful beaches of the panhandle of Florida. Yeah, totally. You're all invited. You're all invited. Yes. <laughs> our, our beaches are so white, they look like snow. Exactly. When our children were little, we would dress them up in winter coats and put them on the beach and take our winter <laughs> pictures to pretend and that nobody it was knew the snow. difference. Yeah, <laughs> the sand dunes look a lot like a, a snowdrift. So. The makeup running down the face. <laughs> <laughs> that part might not work. Well, yeah. <laughs> so um, I want to get into a, a little bit of who you guys are, but I want to ask you a question right off the get-go. Tom and Jane, if you could be known in this world by any one thing, what would it be? Well, I think for myself, would be a man of God, of course. I think right. uh, a man that would be after God's heart, a man that would be hopefully uh, uh, after that character and that call and the purposes of heaven. And so if, uh, you know, we're sometimes called apostles, sometimes called uh, uh, apostolic prophetic teams, and we're pastors of a church for the last uh, 40 years. But uh, really, I think the simplicity of just being known as someone that really does love the Lord and wants to look like him and act like him. I love that. You, oh, you smell you smell like God right now. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Go ahead, Jane. For me, I think um, I love the attribute of courage because I think mm. that we can have all the vision Great. in the world. But if you don't have courage to rise up and obey God, um, courage gives you the ability to love well. Courage gives you the ability to obey well. Courage gives you the ability to overcome pretty much any obstacle that comes into your path. So um, being known as a woman of courage and being known as somebody that can impart courage to others, um, I love it because it destroys the, the spirit of fear and intimidation that have so many people in bondage today. And so I love seeing people rise up to be everything that God's called them to be. And courage is an essential part of seeing that take place. You know, along with that, many years ago, I was down in the nation of Jamaica. One of the first times I went kind of as a prophet to the nations. And while I was there, the Lord really visited me and uh, appeared to me and just really imparted some things into my life. And one of the things I felt the Lord say to me, it was a man with passion will overcome any obstacle, but a man without passion will allow any obstacle to overcome him. And so uh, I think that kind of courage, passionate approach to the kingdom and wanting to be uh, in his image, in his likeness, that desire to emulate the Lord, I think is so key. And if you're passionate, I think God will always meet you there. Amen. My grandfather said that a man with an experience can out debate the greatest orator. That's, That's true. So true. It's so so true. if you have that, 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 if you've had that experience with the Lord, where 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 you've sensed His love for you, you've been in, in encounters with Him, and you have this passion for Him, you can't be stopped. I just want to say that the life of God is unstoppable as well. I, when we were talking earlier and and discussing on what we would want to share with, like I, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the unstoppable truth of God will deplete destroy any impossible fact that is in front of us uh, the facts are 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 inferior to the truth of god and you guys have been all about decrees all of your life and and um the cyrus decree i, I picked this book up 
uh, <laughs> I think 15 years ago or something yeah, like that. It was written in the year 2000. It's a self-published book. Yeah, they'd have to get it straight from me. But that's, yeah, that's an interesting yeah. book. No, it's it's good. But decrees, you, I think you guys are like me. Like I, Tammy and I, my wife and I, uh, we do a, a decree every morning and I do a decree every night when I go to bed. It's just so important that we set the atmosphere by our voice. Everything's voice activated. Amen. It's voice activated. That's right. This is my most recent book. It's called Declarations for Breakthrough. And it basically takes people through understanding the power of decrees, understanding the power of your words and how to actually make decrees out of the things that God is speaking. I think a lot of times we hear the voice of God, but we don't understand that then we have a responsibility to say what God says. You shall decree a thing. And one day and I was I don't know, it will be established for you. Yeah. And so yeah. one day I was thinking, what is this thing we're supposed to be decreeing? And that word thing in Hebrew means you'll decree the promise. You'll decree the word and you'll decree the prophecy. So when we hear something from God, we then have a responsibility to start saying what God says. And that then acts as the breaker that begins to change everything. You know, I think that uh, this is kind of being proclaimed as the year of the gate that God yeah. wants to open up the double doors. Yes, sir. Uh, the reality is uh, the greatest gate that God ever gave to mankind is that little slit in the middle of your face, just blow yeah. your nose with uh, some ivories <laughs> on top and bottom, and a wiggly piece of meat in the middle, and that's your mouth and your tongue. And if you use it rightly, it says that you can open the heavens and you can bring the breakthrough God wants to release. If you use it wrongly, you can set a whole forest of fire of uh, hell, really. And so uh, that gate is so key. You have to have uh, a heart to guard, to guide, and to open and shut the gate rightly. And if you have that wisdom and you understand revelation, I believe that's exactly what you can do. But it is so key what you allow to go through that gate. Absolutely. Isaiah 48, 7 says, you see all this and you won't prophesy. I did not create everything in the beginning. I'm creating some things right now. He is waiting go. for people to have the audacity in the midst of their valleys, in the midst of their pits, in the midst of what they find themselves into, to create with God. We are in the place called unknown, but the, it, it's a beautiful place, but we're afraid because we've never been here before. Right. The place of the unknown is the only place where you can create something that has never been. And he's waiting for our voices. I say this all the time, guys. I say, everything is voice activated. Everything. That's so and, true. And I've been I've been saying that for years and uh and it's so good that maybe I stole it from you. I don't know where I got it from, but maybe I stole it from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what's interesting is that this is the year in Hebrew of uh 5784, which yeah. the 80 is the mouth, the pay, yeah, okay. the voice, yeah. the sound, and four is the door or the gate. And so really what you have is the voice, the 84 is voice activated doors. And so I think Absolutely. that the Lord is is voice activating doors. It's like a motion activated doors don't yeah. don't open until you step up to those doors. And well, we've learned in motion activated doors just to keep walking and the yeah. doors will open and let you through. But what we have to understand is that we're in a time of voice activated doors, that there's some doors that are just not going to open until we start opening up our mouths. Psalms 8110 says, open your mouth with a mighty decree. I will fulfill it now. You'll see the words that you speak. So shall it be. 
So we all need to learn to open our mouths, prophesy, praise, decree the word, make the declarations, well, you, and see what God does. You know, in the beginning, obviously, when the Lord started it all off, it says that he spoke into the darkness and he said, let there be light. He spoke mm -hmm. into the chaos and said, let there be divine order. He spoke into the barrenness and said, let there be life. And things began to be created, as you said, begin to spring forth and begin to have a release. I believe a little bit of heaven and heaven's atmosphere got loose into the earth. And then we call that the Garden of Eden. But that happened because God spoke. And I think he started it off that way and he never changed. And he wanted Adam to emulate that and have dominion in the earth. Well, we have to use what he gave to us. That's why he said, name the animals. There was something that was significant and how he used his voice and spoke to creation and caused it to come into divine order and divine identity. And I think that's always been God's plan. In Proverbs 25, 2, it says it's the glory of God to conceal a matter mm. and it's the glory of the king to seek out that matter to dig out that matter and i found in my studies that that word matter is debar which is simply spoken word that's right powerful that's when right. you you got it how do you dig it out you got to speak it lift up your gate and lift up your head oh ye gates be lifted up you everlasting doors and the king of glory will come in. this is the gate guys what life right. and death is in the power of the tongue Right. And John chapter one, verse one through three says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and nothing was made except it was made by a spoken word. And then we find 11 verses later, 11, the number of transition in John chapter one, verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us so that and we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the of the of the father, full of grace and truth. He became the word became flesh so the flesh could become that spoken word and change everything and bring the atmosphere of heaven right into this realm. And yes, Tom, when when he began to speak and call forth, there was heaven. He was releasing himself into this realm. Everything in this realm responds to two things, love and words. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so powerful. And I think the reality is that we're made in the image and likeness of God. Yeah. And that he an expectation of us to have that same kind of power and authority that he said that he gave to us. He gave Thanks. it to Jesus. Jesus gave it to us that in the name of Jesus, we have dunamis and exousia over all the power of the enemy. We have a place yeah. to operate with dominion. And so if we understand, as it says in Psalms 24, uh, oh, lift up your heads, O you gates. Well, it yeah. says, lift up your heads. That's not speaking to an iron gate, obviously. It's speaking to someone. And right. so we're at the gate and we are the gate. I think that's the identity that people have to shift into is the ecclesia and us individually. Mm -hmm. We are gates. And the greatest gate that we've been given in our body and in our life is the, the voice and the mouth that God gave yeah. to us. And so that's why it says, welcome the king of glory. You have mm -hmm. to verbalize. You have to speak. I invite you. I welcome you. And when you welcome the king of glory, then it's uh, an understanding of who is the king of glory. What are you inviting into your life? Right. 
where you're inviting the kingship of Jesus. You're inviting uh, the Lord that wants to war. He wants to fight for you. He wants to uh, be Lord Sabaoth. He wants to rise up and take dominion and have a possession in the earth. And when we welcome that reality of who God is, we we love uh, the goodness of God, the sweetness of God, the, the blessing of the Holy Spirit, all those wonderful things. But there's a dynamic that we are looking to in this hour that we as the ecclesia or the church understand yeah. that we're a gate and gatekeepers and that we know how to operate there with the authority God's given. Then we can bring transformation. We can bring an impact into our life, our family, our city, our nation, and our land. And so I think that's really the decree that Dude. God's trying to get through, that we welcome yeah. in Psalms 24. We're in 2024 almost, yeah. <laughs> and that we're going to welcome the King of glory and understand who he is. We're standing at, and I think it's really incumbent upon leaders to get to our places of influence. Yeah. And I think we have six months and, and I prophesied, uh, Jane, and you agreed. I think you agreed with it. when I came off the stage. You said, you said, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And but anyway, that this June, everything shifts and changes. And I, matter of fact, I went out on the edge and I said, June 24th, something significant mm-hmm. is about to take place. And so I, I believe the king of glory is going to come. And I believe that the ecclesia is in a, in a season of positioning. I believe that we just came out of four years of, of Psalms 23 where we had to die to self, die to agenda, die to uh, yesterday's manna, yesterday's uh, anointing, because God is looking for himself, but not a self of him of the past season. There's a now anointing ready and available for the ecclesia. Get to your gate, get to your place, get to your place called there, stand at the gate and open it up. There's an awareness that yeah. we are getting in this season of the knowledge of the glory of the of the Lord that is in the earth. We are the ecclesia. We are the ones that are going to reveal the glory that is already here. And how are we going to do that? Through our mouth. Absolutely. In 2 Kings chapter 2, when you were talking about what God's been doing in uh, with the old the old anointings or the old season. Right. I think one of the things that God did during the COVID-19 season is kind of an Elijah Elisha thing. It, it shifted us into a whole new season in the I, Ecclesia I believe it. I believe and in it. the prophetic, really. And I think that what happened was it was like when Elisha and Elijah were there in Second Kings 2 and he said, you know, I want a double portion of your mantle. And of course, we know Elijah, Elijah went up, the mantle came down. But the yeah. first thing that Elisha had to do before he took up the double portion mantle is it says he tore his own clothing, tore the mantle. And yeah. I think that, that we've been in a process of tearing the mantle from the last season. And yeah. let me just say, if we don't tear it, then God tears it. And I think it's easy it and get rid of the old mantle get rid of the old so that we can put on this new mantle old wineskin will burst it will <laughs> burst that's right it will if burst new wine. and so and so then what elisha did after that is everything he did barry is he confronted death everything he did the first thing he did go in and break a spirit of death off a city the next thing he did is he i mean he called down you know, 
Yeah, I mean, all right. that, he was constantly dealing with death. And so what we've got to understand is that we've moved into a season that it is not that casual, comfortable Christianity is just not going to get it for any no, of us. No, no, and no. God has said, you know, we, I've got to you've got to tear the mantle from the last season, put on this right. new double portion mantle and be willing to look death in the eye and take authority over it. So true. We have to. So, Jane. I, in this season, in this program, we're calling it the indestructible, indestructible light and how that life goes in and displaces darkness. Every time uh, there is an opportunity of somebody to be healed or somebody to be delivered or somebody to, to be uh, uh, raised from the dead. There are, there are so many moments when God is calling life to displace death. And we are in a season of resurrection life. Yeah. And, right. and, you know, I think that um, in mentioning, you mentioned Psalms 23, it talks about, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. And uh, and so really, even last year in December, around this time, the Lord started speaking to us that this was going to be a year of demonstration of resurrection life. So we began to experience the manifestation of resurrection life on December the 31st last year. We were had been on a wonderful family vacation with our kids and we were all getting ready. To, we boarded a plane and we're getting ready to come home when our daughter um, 37 year old daughter was boarding the plane and we were bumped up to the, to the front of the plane. All the family was in the back Thank of the you, plane, Jesus. Thank which you, is Jesus. the way it should be. <laughs> <laughs> and, I like um, your style. <laughs> but we were, but as we, we weren't on the plane for one or two minutes when all of a sudden they came on and they said medical emergency in the back of the plane. And our family was the only ones in the back of the plane at that point. So we jumped up and started running and got back there to find that our daughter had, was suffering a grand mal seizure. She'd never had seizures before. Wow. And um, and after about five or six or seven minutes of seizing and stopping breathing, she basically, it, it looked to us, I mean, we're not doctors, but it definitely looked to us like she died. Her breath went out of her and and, she, and it just, she was gone. And at that point I said, everybody on this plane pray. <laughs> and even, you know, there was a little Spanish family that was sitting next to that had just boarded the plane. And they were like, OK, and they crossed themselves. You know, so at that point, my nine year old grandson lifted up his voice to where the whole plane could hear and said, Jesus, I know you are a miracle working God. Come and do a miracle yeah. for my mommy. And the second that he said that, she went <gasps> and took a deep breath and came back to life. I now, mean, you got to <laughs> see that this plane was oh, traumatized. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the actual flight attendants were uh, they were bending over sobbing sobbing crying they knew what they had just seen wow. and uh, he sh she had died and uh, then she heard the son crying out and sure enough she came back to life so it was just a miracle of resurrection life that god was releasing okay. amen let me ask you a question do you think it was you being challenged uh because of the resurrection life you were preaching into this realm do you think you were being challenged by the enemy or do you think all the preparation that that was coming up to this moment or is it column a and column b i think it was uh prep, we were being prepared for an attack and that god made us ready so that we could engage whether it was us or our grandson or 
uh, all those around to be able to thwart what the enemy had planned. You know, as the word intercede literally means to get in the way of the enemy. That's right. So we were getting in the way of the enemy's plans that he was trying yeah. to bring to pass. And uh, so she's doing well. She's alive yeah. and well. Yeah. And our oh, family is graced. And so sometimes you face what, what the Lord said to me, you know, that scripture in First Corinthians 16, 9, there's a great and effectual door that's open to me, but there are many adversaries. Yeah. Sometimes when we want to go through a door. We just want to see the easy button hit. <laughs> Absolutely. Everything's going to work. But yeah. we have to understand God can open a door and you still may have to fight to get to the other side. You still may have to contend for the dream. You still may have to work through some issues to get to where God has decreed he wants to open up for you. And so sometimes in the midst of the open door is where the fight really is. Uh, you have to. We need purpose. to know that. We need yeah. to know that. Yeah. Because it, 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 you have to contend. You have to stand. We, we right. have been promised that God's going to, if we've given up lands and families and and houses and all these things for the sake of the kingdom, he's going to give us a hundredfold in this life. That's right. Hear that. Not in, it, not in a buy and buy, not in Beulah land, but right now. But he also promised us tribulation in that yeah. same state. But we're not afraid. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I just want to say to you today, we're not afraid of tribulation. We're not we're not afraid of trauma. We're not afraid of problems. We're not afraid, afraid of the enemy. The, all these things are to produce a payday. They are not to define, delay, or deny you. They're to produce power. Because when Jesus got baptized in the Holy Ghost in the River Jordan, then immediately he went into the wilderness where he was challenged. And then the Bible says when he went into the wilderness and he was challenged, then he came out full of power. One of my spiritual fathers said to me, he said, he said, you need, you need a negative and a positive to produce power. Every time we step into a situation of negativity, of death, there's a demand of the power of God that begins to flow, a life of God that begins to hit. And the connection there produces a powerful thing that is going to propel us. Problems are not to define, delay, or deny you problems are to propel you. That's right. That's it. right. You know, this wasn't the first time that that we had the opportunity to see people raised from the dead. Um, I was actually really inspired by my my hairdresser um, who had a lady. She's part of our church and she had right. a lady basically uh, drop dead in her in her place of business. Well, she had just put hair color on her hair and uh, she got up to go to the bathroom and fell over dead. Um, and I mean, her life went out of her. Somebody screamed, somebody called 911 and yeah. and somebody screamed, does somebody know CPR? And she thought, well, I don't know CPR, but I do know one thing is that I am here on earth to connect heaven and earth together. And that if I speak something, then things begin to shift and things begin to change. She's Come not on. a preacher. She's not a pastor. She's not uh, uh, she's not a, a teacher. She's not a pulpit minister. But I'll tell you what, she understood the power of her voice. And so That's she just right. walked over to this woman that was laying dead on her floor, put Ooh. a hand on her and just said the word breathe. Ooh. And when she said the word breathe, the woman came back to life. And at that point, now she didn't come back to consciousness. She came back to life. And at that point, she said, you know what? This woman's going to live. So being a good hairdresser, she and the other hairdressers picked her up off the floor while she was unconscious, put her in the hair chair and washed the color out of her hair because she said she's going to live. And if I don't save her hair, she's going to kill me tomorrow. And so the paramedics <laughs> came and uh, she, she lived. She came by the shop a few days later and was telling the story. And so that inspired us. 
And a few months later, I was in a theater in London, and um, in the uh, we had watched one of the London shows. And at the end of the show, there was um, a man in, in the row behind us at the end of the row that passed away. He was completely dead at the end of the the second half, and his wife was you crying. About to ruin your show. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, final it, it was yeah, the final curtain. It was show the final curtain. It was literally too soon. Too soon. And, no, <laughs> and somehow the, the the crowd parted, and I just kind of I don't know, just came, a boldness came over me, and I just kind of stepped up, and I took the man's dead face. His eyes were dead and staring, and I just looked him right in the eye, and I said, "You come, come back right now in the name of Jesus." And when I said that, his wife, who didn't speak English, she just said, "Yes, yes, Jesus, yes, yes, Jesus." And she that's all she could say, but I knew she was coming into agreement with me. Wow. So husbands, be sure to be nice to your wife so that they can come into agreement for your life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we yeah. came into agreement and we decreed life. And I said it again. I said, you come back in Jesus name. And all of a sudden, this man took a deep breath. Life came back into him in front of about 30 people that were standing around. Wow. Resurrection life came. And so here's what we've got to understand, church, is that we're there now. Now we're public ministers. We preach, pray and prophesy. My hairdresser was not. And she's an ordinary saint doing her job every day. But yeah. when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you've Same got Holy Ghost. power on the inside of you. You can make a difference in whether somebody and, lives and or dies. And that's a decree that you have on your show. Wake up. That's that right. If you're staying alert, if you're awake to your true identity, to the authority God's given, yeah. then when these things happen, you know that you are there on assignment yes. and that you can begin to open the gate of life and resurrection life right where you're working, you're living, whatever's taking place. It, that's the that's the um, the great commission that Jesus is says, go into all your world. Right. The emphasis is not where you're going. The emphasis is on you. When you get there, what are you decreeing? That's right. right. Be, you could be going to, you know, the courts. You could be going to be a hairdresser. You can be. I remember I was in Dallas, uh, uh, not last last year, and uh, I was I, at the time my hair was about this long on top, and I and I was getting <laughs> it braided. And so I had to find somebody that could do a, a, a couple of nice cornrows for me. And so I found this lady. Anyway, we, we got talking to her and, and just sharing the kingdom with her. I, I, long story short, I get praying for her and she's going slain, getting slain in the Holy Ghost right in the, in the salon. Uh, <laughs> Wherever you go, ladies and gentlemen, you are a portable portal for the glory of God. Wonderful. That's right. Wherever you go. It, it, Jesus said this about John the Baptist. He said, of all the people born in the old covenant, John the Baptist was the greatest. That's that's a big deal. Greater than Moses, more, greater than Elijah. I mean, when you're introducing the creator of humanity, I guess that maybe gives you an up and a platform that nobody else had. But he said that of John the Baptist. And then he said, but he who is least in the kingdom is is greater than he. Ladies and gentlemen, soon as you come into the kingdom of God, soon as you are born again, soon as you receive all of Holy Spirit, you can go into all the world and you can be the one that is raising the dead, cleansing the leopards, cleansing the disease, casting out devils, healing the sick. Lightning will come out of your hands. Your fingers were were formed to fight in your hands to do war. Lay right. hands on those sick people and they will yeah. recover. Next week when we get back together, I'm going to share two times, uh, two significant moments where I raise people from the dead as well. 
And you, I, I, and I, hopefully you guys can come, you guys are going to be able to come back for next week as well. Yeah. That's yeah. so awesome. Hey, let me ask you one question. This has been fantastic. Can, guys, can we, can you do me a favor and Sarah Bear, can you put up uh, their, they have their website there. They can go there, but also where's the best place that they can sow a seed? Oh, the PayPal one, bring the PayPal up. Yeah. So PayPal, can you please honor um, this couple, th this th these people that have been in ministry for going on 50 years? And 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 I love that you guys fell in love and at Christ of the Nations in what 1984, and and you you started you had the Vision Church uh, in in uh, in Florida in what what is it Santa Rosa Beach Santa Rosa Beach sorry about that. And um, so you've been working with even your 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 papa, Bill Hammond, yeah. apostle, prophet, reverend, bishop. We, we just call him the Bill bishop. Hammond for like yeah. uh, well, all my life. Yeah. Yeah. And we just love him, adore him. Yeah, he's a hero to us. And just but please uh, sow a significant seed into this couple. And how can they get your books? Is the best place to get your book is Tom and Jane Hammond. Yeah, TomandJaneHammond.com is great. Or they're um, available anywhere, Amazon or wherever books are sold. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, and do you have, you guys have a podcast as well? Uh, we don't. Mm -mm. We oh. do nightly communion on uh, Facebook. Yeah. yeah Vision, Vision Church, Church Where can yeah. they get Facebook? Vision um, Church CI um, at, on Facebook is our nightly communion. Vision Church CI. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Ah, man, I love you guys, and thank you. Uh, we, we <laughs> it's been a great similar, connection, Barry. Yeah, we, we've been drinking at similar wells. And I just want to ask you one question for our audience. Um, if you could describe God in one word, what would it be? Well, I would think uh, my heart maybe is loving. Um, I just, uh, I think the power of love is such an amazing thing. God is love. And that when you receive his love, it changes your life. And so we are all about power, authority, anointing, the prophetic, the gifts. But it really does boil down to Absolutely. you're going to speak for God. You're going to basically express express the heart of the father of how much he loves someone and what he has in mind for their life. I, my word would be incontestable. Incontestable. My <laughs> he is. You cannot contest him. He is he is all powerful, all supreme, and ultimately he's the one that is ruling the day. Amen. I, I, I say that I ask this of uh, of our guests often because, ladies and gentlemen, you need to know how you see God is how you portray God. Mm -hmm. mm. And so, Tom, your 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 job every day is to get up and show and show and and display the love of the Father. And I, think feel it, feel I feel it, it every day. <laughs> and, I get, and I see it expressed on your wife that is so sad. And then my job is to fight. Um, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> my job is to win. No, I mean. <laughs> the only good fight is one that I win. So, you know. <laughs> Jane, your job is just to bust stuff up. You are Deborah. That, that's, you are the warrior judge princess yeah. queen as long as she you loves her husband that's right that's right as long as i'm as long as he's not the point of my warfare right <laughs> don't bust me up please no, yeah, yeah yeah the enemy yeah the enemy he uses a towel on you 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not like this, and then you snap it. No, no, not right, like right, right. Anyway, I love you guys. Can you? Would you do me a huge favor and just pray for our audience Absolutely. today? Yeah. Yes, I agree, my Father. We're so thankful yeah. for the opportunity to be able to impart your heart uh, to a generation that you said would be a prophetic generation, would be a generation that would. Uh, need to watch and pray and arise and operate in very powerful ways in these last days. And so we know the last enemy is death. And so we need resurrection life. We need the release of your peace in this process. We need strength for the battle. And God, we decree victory over every That's individual, right. over their home, their ministry, their family, their city, their nation that they're praying for, Amen. that God, you would bring breakthrough. If you believe the prophets, you will prosper. That word means you'll advance. You'll break out. You'll break through. Let that be true of those that hear your word and become a gate and speak what you have to say, that they can see things change right in front of them because they were willing to operate at the gate, to turn the battle at the gate and bring the blessing and to break the curse. And so I loose that anointing to each one as they're ready recipients of what you're decreeing for today. Let them wake up and yes, arise Lord. and shine in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. And go Cowboys, go. Go Cowboys, come on. <laughs> Let them in. Let the victory. Let them in. Let them into the Super Bowl, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody's in agreement, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a Bills fan, but, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're sorry for your pain. Enough. Enough. <laughs> they're not too bad not too bad no they've been doing great anyway love you guys and uh till next week we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon all right all right bless you see you then yeah hey guys wasn't that awesome uh what a privilege to talk to these generals and people that have been around the kingdom and have been sharing and operating in the depths of the kingdom and operating in kingdom truths and releasing life and what great great testimonies. And you need to know that when you dream your dream and you speak your dream, your dream is going to be challenged. Joseph went from the pit to the pad, to the pen, to the palace for the purpose of the preservation of a prophetic people. Yeah, I won't say that again. But anyway, you you need to understand that when you speak your, your dream, a lot of times it's going to be challenged, but don't give up. Keep standing, keep believing, and keep decreeing. If you have a prophetic word that, that you have uh, been believing for, the prophet didn't get it wrong. You need to keep warring for your prophecy with the prophecy. Keep standing. And, and if you keep standing, you will eventually see the breakthrough and see the manifestation of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Love you guys. And please go to barrymiracle.ca. Uh, backslash uh, Ascend the Summit if, to get your tickets for this upcoming uh, leadership experience that we're having. It was phenomenal. All kinds of testimonies. Go to my Facebook page. Go to my YouTube channel. Go, go to um, um, uh, the Instagram, my Instagram page, and you can see all the different testimonies and see what happened in these wonderful opportunities, moments where we ascended with God, received the anointing, received the gifts, the tools, the teachings, and we came back down and we're distributing. So anyway, bless you guys. Until next week, Barry Merkel signing off. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. 
My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.